Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicans news. I've categorized them into preservation and drawdown. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, first category of preservation. Conservation bill aims to preserve half of Vermont's landmass by 2050. This is coming out of msn.com and there's not a ton of information here, but a bill on the way to Vermont Governor Phil Scott seeks to conserve up to half of the state's land in the next three decades. H-126 creates a blueprint for maintaining an ecologically diverse state, coming up with strategies to work with landowners with the aim of conserving 30% of the land by 2030 and 50% of the land by 2050. This is pretty amazing. Um, even if it doesn't pass, this is a really fantastic precedent, getting us closer to um, E.O. Wilson and Tony Hiss's Half Earth. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, check out our episode with Tony Hiss uh, about his book. All right, next article. This one's coming out of BrazilReports.com. A preserved Amazon rainforest is worth $317 billion U.S. per year. A report produced by the World Bank suggests a development model for the Brazilian Amazon region that combines ecosystem preservation with economic growth through a process of urban revitalization in cities considered strategic. According to the international lender, preserving the rainforest is worth up to seven times what can be obtained through exploitative activities such as logging, agriculture, and mining. As a public good, the value of Brazilian rainforest includes its ecosystem services, which are estimated at a $20 billion annually for the South American region alone. These services include the necessary rainfall for regional agriculture and protection against soil erosion and fires, the report has stated. Okay, second category of drawdown. A couple really phenomenal stories here. First one's out of ESGtoday.com. Microsoft signs one of the largest ever carbon removal deals. Microsoft and Danish energy provider Orsted announced an agreement for the purchase of 2.76 million tons of carbon removal, marking one of the largest ever carbon removal offtake deals by volume to date. Under the new agreement, Orsted will capture and store uh, biogenic carbon emissions resulting from the combustion of biomass generated at its Oshness power station in Denmark over a period of 11 years. Orsted announced that it was awarded a 20-year contract by the Danish Energy Agency for the CCS project, which anticipates will begin capturing and storing biogenic carbon emitted from the plants in 2025 and to capture and store approximately 430,000 tons of CO2 every year from the beginning of 2026. Uh, this next one's coming out of chemistryworld.com. Researchers create salts for cheap and efficient CO2 capture. A team of international researchers led by Professor Kafir Yavruz of King Abdullah University of Science and Technology, Professor Bo Liu from University of Science and Technology of China, and Professor Qiang Zhu of Southern University of Science and Technology have developed a promising method for capturing carbon and storage. 
Methane hydrate is studied for its ability to capture and trap gas molecules such as carbon dioxide under high pressure. However, it is difficult to impossible to recreate these conditions in the lab, and the approach is additionally energy intensive as the methane ice solid requires refrigeration. Using a salt, guanidinium sulfate, <laughs> hope I said that right, the scientists have successfully created lattice-like structures called clathrates that effectively mimic the methane hydrate activity, trapping the CO2 molecules and resulting in an energy efficient way to contain greenhouse gases. The guanidinium sulfate serves to organize and trap the CO2 molecules without reacting with them, said Professor Kafir Yabuz, professor of chemistry, the director of the KAUST Oxide and Organic Nanomaterials for Energy and Environment Laboratory. We have discovered a rare example of a clathrate that is stable and non-corrosive at ambient temperature and pressure, a highly desirable feature compared with ethanol imine, ammonia, and other solutions that are commonly used in carbon capture. So hopefully this can get scaled up um, and it would be fantastic to be able to use this discovery for some drawdown. Last story here is out of interestingengineering.com. World's largest carbon capture facility will store 9 million tons of CO2 yearly. Swiss carbon finance firm South Pole and Mitsubishi have jointly announced the purchase of 193,125 tons of carbon dioxide removals from three different projects. The next-gen CDR facility, a collaboration between the Swiss carbon finance consultant South Pole and the Japanese conglomerate Mitsubishi Corporation, has announced the purchase of these removals, producing the world's largest portfolio of carbon dioxide removals. The purchase accounts for 25% of all carbon dioxide removals purchased to date and provides more than a thousand years of CO2 storage once delivered. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future. Thanks.